0: And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. That, that phrase, so many phrases have become part of our Christmas tradition and memory. That phrase because there was no room for them in the inn, has always been uh, a classic. We we remember that. That that phrase has always reminded me that, that Jesus was not born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Though he was royalty, though he was a king, he was born in poverty. He came, it reminds us, not uh, to live in the lap of luxury and wealth, but, but he came, and I've always thought about that idea, that message that he's come for all of us, young and old, rich and poor, especially for the poor. He became poor so that we might become rich. You know, there is a uh, tradition, a Christmas tradition in Mexico. I believe it started, but now it's really all over Latin America. Um, Las Posadas. It's a Christ, Christmas uh, tradition where there's a couple that dresses up at Joseph and Mary, and they go to a house... They knock on the door and then they have a song that they sing and and Joseph and Mary sing it um, from outside the inn and it's requesting that they would be let in the inn. And then the song responds, the innkeeper sings, there's folks in the house and they say, sorry, no room in the inn. And so they go to the next house and then they sing the song again. I was talking with uh, David Henney. David, the Henneys were uh, missionaries in Latin America. And they said they were a part of this tradition. It goes on, nine nights they do that and they go knocking. They think nine nights either because of the nine months of pregnancy or the, the nine days that it took for Joseph and Mary to travel from Nazareth to Bethlehem. But they, they go and David said it was it's quite moving, especially when when the couple really plays it up, like how they're distraught that there's no room for the inn, and, and they have to keep on moving and going past that. And then finally, they come to a door, knock on it, they sing, but they're let in, and then a celebration commences, and... They read some scripture and they talk about a quality of Christmas like humility or joy or justice. I thought, what a, what a beautiful celebration that brings to light that idea that there was no room in the inn. That phrase recently has taken a greater significance for me. Uh, it was a couple of weeks ago, and we were worshiping here. Um, it was just the start of the Advent season, and uh, we're singing. And I was, I was simply trying to be present to the Lord. I was trying to, to um, be mindful of him and worship. And the song, I don't think it was even a, a Christmas song. It was a, a different kind of song. I wasn't thinking about this. And all of a sudden, that phrase popped into my mind, and there was no room in the inn. And, you know, I'm trying to learn and discern the still, small voice of the Spirit, the sacred voice, from my own or any other. And oftentimes, when it comes unexpectedly and out of the blue, I recognize that as the voice of the Spirit. And he said, he seemed to give that impression, and there was no room in the inn. And almost right away, a question followed up with that phrase. Is there room in your your in for me today? I hadn't thought about it that way before. And as I began to ask that question, I knew what he was asking. He was getting me to think about my heart and my soul. He was asking, today, in this moment, Eric, is there room for me? And I began to think about the idea of room for the Lord, or is my heart too full? with things. And thinking about how our hearts can be full of good things. Yes, when was the, the last time your heart was full with good things? In a couple of days, we're gonna have our eighth wedding anniversary. I was thinking that was a moment My heart was full. There was tons of joy, yet with Christ in the center of a heart that's full of good things, he brings depth to that joy and that goodness. But you know, sometimes our hearts can be full with sorrow, yes? When was the last time that your heart was filled with sorrow. I was thinking about the, the passing of my mother a couple of years ago and it was unexpected. And I remember a, a sense of an overwhelming fullness of sadness and yet with Christ in the center of that he makes the sadness not quite so deep I shared that with the congregation in the prayer time on a Sunday morning service and then I felt like the Lord wanted me to share that question with you this Christmas is there room in your inn for him today You know, even in the first Christmas, we are told by John that there were some hearts in that first Christmas, perhaps many hearts, that did not receive him. John 1, 9 says this, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world he was in the world and though the world was made through him the world did not recognize him he came to that which was his own the the world that he created but his own did not receive him There was no room in the hearts of some. Yet, to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. So it is today. You see, we celebrate the incarnation, we celebrate. The first Christmas, when Jesus came into the world. Advent means coming or arrival. And yet we're meant to not just remember Christmas, but we're meant to experience Christmas today. Is there room in your inn for Him today there's a prayer that uh, you have in your hands and when I shared that with the congregation a friend of the congregation gave me the prayer it happens to be a prayer an ancient prayer an old prayer Julian of Norwich who was a mystic in the middle ages she actually wrote the earliest surviving book in the English language by a woman Revelations of Divine Love. And this was her prayer. It was really not just for her, but for all of us. Let not our souls be busy inns that have no room for you and yours, but quiet homes of prayer and praise where you may find fit company. Where the needful cares of life are wisely ordered and put away, and wide and sweet spaces kept for you, where holy thoughts pass up and down, and fervent longings watch and wait your advent, your coming. I read that prayer and have been praying that prayer and the, the phrase that caught me was the idea of wide and sweet spaces kept for him. You see, when he said that to me, is there room and you're in, your inn, Eric? I was glad I was able to say yes. But I don't think there's wide and sweet spaces. Or at least I long for wider and sweeter spaces for him within me. How about you this Christmas? How wide and how sweet are the spaces for the Lord? Revelation 3.20 says Jesus is speaking to the church and he says today, here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. Perhaps some are here today and you've never opened the door of your heart to Christ. Why not? tonight why not this christmas or perhaps some are here and there was a time when the lord was dwelling in your heart vibrantly and intimately and there was space for him and you're hearing the call tonight. Would you allow him greater space, sweeter space? I want us to to pray that prayer tonight together before we do our favorite candlelight. But before I do that, I want to invite the kids up. I can hear them getting restless. I'd like to invite kids, maybe grade school and below. If they're real little, maybe mom or dad can come with, or brother or sister. And kids, if you come up, ooh, right away, all right, you get a candy cane, all right? Go ahead and have a seat, but not till after, all right? All right. Can we sit there? Maybe some up here a little bit? A few more? Yeah, scoot up this way. I'll scoot back a little bit. (laughs) All right. So, guess what? I had friends of the congregation who gave me an early Christmas present. Yeah, is that pretty cool paper? Yes, and so I asked for permission if I could open the present a little bit early, and Tina and Craig said yes, okay, so I opened it. Now, before I open it, any guesses what this might be? You, what do you think? Something like Star Wars. You are. that was an excellent guess. You guys are getting warmer, yes. A gun? Mm, maybe maybe a, maybe, but probably not. Yes? A sword. Huh? Okay. Interesting place. All right. How about you? What do you think? What would be in this gift? A toy? Yes, kind of, very close. One more. You, what do you think? A Barbie Barbie doll. (laughs) You could be right. I hope you're not, but you could be right. Okay, let's see what this is. It is a real gift. All right, let me get the bottom. Oh, it is a Star Wars something. A Millennium Falcon waffle maker. Don't, don't do that. Um, so... Anyone guessing what Pastor Eric is going to be eating tomorrow for Christmas morning? What do you think? What do you think? Waffles, yes! A new carpenter tradition. It's so exciting. Now, my wife saw me open this, and do you know what her reaction was? It was not wonder and awe as mine was she kind of said it she kind of didn't i could see it in her eyes but she said in a roundabout way i don't think there's any room in the kitchen for this can you believe that yes what Oh, I'm going to find room in the kitchen. Who needs pots and pans when you have a Millennium Falcon waffle maker, right? Right. So, we will find room in the kitchen for this. And I was thinking about Christmas. Where do you all keep your toys? You have a toy loft. That's really awesome. Anyone under their bed? How about in your closet? Do you have that? Does anyone have a toy box? Do you have a toy? You have a toy box? Okay. A toy shelf? Okay. My kids used to have a toy box, but we would have a problem every Christmas. That toy box was always full. And for every Christmas, there was no room for the new toys. And so we had to talk with them and say, what toys are we going to donate and give away so there's room for new toys? And I was thinking that life is a little bit like a toy box, that God gives us a lot of awesome things To put in our lives and our hearts. But the most important thing that we can put in there is Jesus, His love for us. And we have to make sure that our hearts are not too full. Like our toy boxes can be too full for new things. We have to make sure that our hearts are not too full. And that Jesus is at the center. Would you think about that this Christmas? Tomorrow? Even when you're opening all the presents and when you put them in your on your shelf or in your toy box or uh, in your loft, wherever that is, would you think about you want to make sure that there's always room for Jesus in your heart? Can we pray together? Let's fold your hands and let's pray. Lord, we love you and we ask that our hearts and souls would not be busy ends to you. Lord, would you help us to have hearts to receive you that are ready to give you wide and sweet spaces this christmas lord if if none of us have if some of us have not opened our heart to you would you help us to hear your invitation and to hear your knock and to receive you today we love you jesus